Hey Jack, uh, I know, I know, I know. As a wrestling fan, and I know you're a wrestling fan, one of the things I really, one of the biggest things I enjoy uh, is the Royal Rumble because you never know who's gonna make a comeback. It's always somebody. Someone random. Always someone you never expect. Well, I mean, it's not really someone you don't expect. No, absolutely. But <laughs> it's still some, like when you, even if it's someone you don't expect, and you're like, oh, you're hoping someone gets there. And then when they actually get there, you're like, oh, shit. This no, he, this person is like more like uh, when John Cena disappears for a year and he comes back in Royal Rumble. <laughs> Number 30 and wins the title. <laughs> That's him. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to welcome back Nick, the champ, Brosnan, one of the original founding fathers of the YFTS <laughs> podcast. Welcome back, Nick. What's going on, guys? Uh, uh, glad to be back. Uh, and I'm also glad that my nickname hasn't changed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, luck, luckily it hasn't changed because <laughs> you know I I'm I'm convinced that you didn't join the podcast last year because you weren't the champ, and then since you won last year, <laughs> you're like you know what, it's time to make come back. You know, all of a sudden I have time again. You know, uh, but you did you did, you made a guest appearance last year. I did, I did. Yeah. I fill in where I can. That that's uh, that's become my role. I've I've been relegated. The filler. Yeah, I'm sure uh, <laughs> you all noticed that our our usual Baylor podcaster <laughs> Eddie isn't here today. Um, but he's been busy this week. He has a uh, baseball finals going on. That guy is, uh, not, not today though. Not today, but you know, I know, I know he's good for, uh, for a one or two bales a year. So, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm that RB, <laughs> I'm that RB2 off the bench, baby, off, off the waiver wire. Oh, the waiver wire end. pickup, waiver wire pickup, Nick. I'm Jarek McKinnon. Let's go. <laughs> As usual, this is a uh, stat host moderator Kelvin joined with Jack Gurley, and now with our founding father Nick the Champ, and we're gonna bring you Week Seven in Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, this is your favorite team sucks, or after our rebrand, Young Theatrical Wait, you know, what is it? Young Film Theatrical Shorts Podcast. <laughs> uh, and of course. What a what a name, right? Who who, who thought of that acronym? I don't even know what that is. Young film theatrical shorts? From some uh, short films? It's pretty self-explanatory to yeah, me. But what makes a film young, though? <laughs> young people. Maybe, maybe the, the directors, like directors or producers, a cast, they're all young, you know? Maybe it's like uh, a, a I, high I, school uh, project or... Yeah, know? for some reason, I thought the film itself was young, not the cast was young. Because, you know... It can, because then like, at some point, it becomes old. So. Old, yeah. Yeah. Or they like young people. Or that. Let's not let's not get into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be part of that podcast. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's get into news. Uh, but I just realized uh, since we always say news, but it's always just injuries, we're gonna call it the injury report from now on. About <laughs> the the injury like report. Yeah. Uh, we, get the, we, we get the depressing stuff out of the way first. Yeah. But uh, it's we, part of the game. It always is. Uh, week seven's injury report. Here it comes. Week, week six. Oh, sorry. Oh, go into week seven. Yeah, yeah, whatever. This is the week seven podcast, so I'm going to say the week seven uh, injury report. Do we do uh, – before we jump there, do we do the subscribe rate and listen at the beginning as well, or are we just doing that for the end? Because I know uh, you, play, I you mean, mentioned the, the podcast, so I just wanted to throw it out we there. Sh- we usually do it at the end. And, you usually forget. And I usually forget. So <laughs> Here's <laughs> that's your a, reminder. That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good reminder. Let's, let's, uh, let's see if we can uh, remember this time. 
Uh, but yeah, let's get into the injury report for this week. Uh, I'll go off with the first set of injuries, which is the Eagles players. Uh, Miles Sanders. Oh, no way. It's out for one or two <laughs> weeks, and then he has a bye. So technically, you're missing Sanders for three weeks now. At the same time, Zach Ertz is also out with an anchor injury, and he's out for three to four weeks also. So, uh, uh, what do you guys think about Boston Scott this week? I think he's fine as like a flex play. Um, you know, he didn't do much the first week when Sanders was out, uh, but he was very uh, good down the stretch last year when Sanders missed time. Well, anyone, everyone, everyone, anyone and everyone missed time last year for them towards the end at the running back spot. Washington Scott but, did do really well against the Giants last year, both games. Yeah, so even though it's a short week, you know, he, he has been like at least playing a complimentary role. So it's not like he's been completely cold. Um, I think he's a fine, like, you know, this year RB2 flex. It seems like there's a, plenty of them. Um, I, I would pick him up and start him if you had the, you know, not anyone better in front of him. And if you're Jack and you need to start someone on Thursday night, he might be your guy. That's the perfect oh, guy. I, I, maybe. I might go for the next guy I'm talking about. But back to Boston Scott. If he's in your free agent pool, you should pick him up because they versus the Cowboys next week. I know it's a little late because waiver wires happened this yeah, morning. No. But uh, Boston Scott was actually number one added player on Yahoo uh, this week. Which he should have been. It yeah. was a week. It was kind of a weak week. Um, what, how do you guys feel about Sanders now? It's the second injury of the year. Uh, what, what's the injury exactly? I believe it's his ankle. Knee injury. Knee. I'm wrong. Did he play through injury or did he leave the no, game? No, he left. I don't know, man, because he looked really good before that injury. You know, he barely played. He, he barely played, and he's 16 on the rushing attempts, and he's during the rushing leaders. He's had a good year. That's why I'm just curious how you guys feel. Like, you know, it's funny. If he was underperforming and injured, you know, there'd be questions maybe like, oh, bench him or don't drop, you know, not drop, but like trade. But like because he's performed well, it's like, ah, oh, just hold on to him. I also hold on to him just because they're versus the NFC East teams. <laughs> NFC least. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know. He's explosive. Uh, even on bad weeks, he gets he gives you one or two explosive plays that benefits your day. So I'll, I'll hold on to him. I, I think. I mean, if you are losing your team two and four, uh, you could trade him to winning teams, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, we should also mention. I guess there are four teams on by this week: um, the Colts, Jags, Vikings, and Titans. The Ravens, um, right? No, the Ravens, not the Titans. Oh, I'm Titans. sorry, yes. Yeah. It's, this all switched because of COVID. COVID. Um, Damn COVID. COVID strikes COVID. again. COVID strikes the new guy again. Um, but, yes, there are teams on bye. So, like, I think flat, I think Scott's a fine flex play. Nice. Uh, I want to brush up really fast. Ertz is out for three to four weeks. Uh, Dallas Goddard, you've got, I think if you are struggling with tight ends and he's in your freezing pool, he's someone that you can stash. He should be back, not this week. He should be back next week. And before he was going down, Wentz was targeting him already. So what do you think yeah. he's going to do now? When he's active, he's definitely part of the offense. Um, like you said, it's a future move. He's not probably not going to play it tomorrow or no. Thursday night. Um, so but, I, don't, I don't hate it. Uh, but Richard Rodgers, no. No. He's one guy I might start no. tomorrow. I might start <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I'm pulling on Jack. No. Uh, moving on so. to the next injury. Uh, Raheem Monster hurt again. High ankle sprain this week. He's yeah, you hate, you hate proje- to see that. Projected, yeah. projected for four or six weeks at least. Uh, what do you guys think about what's his name? Uh, Michael H- Hasty. He went from must start to must hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's, gonna, Eddie, Eddie's gonna love that. 
<laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, Jamichael Hasty, I'm really not interested in. Uh, will, you, will you start McKinnon comfortably? He hasn't been doing so well besides those one or two big-ass runs that he rips off. Uh, I say uh, – Kelvin, what do you think? Who are they playing this week? I forget. They are playing the Patriots. Man, I don't know. Patriots are a good, a good defensive team. It's tough. I mean, if you have nobody, like you said, if you have if you have Dalvin Cook, he's on by. If you have uh, – who else is on by this week? How about this? Will you start Boston Scott? Jonathan McKinney? Taylor. Uh, it's Boston Scott. Oh, that's a good question. Um – I would probably go Scott just because whether it's Hasty or Wilson Jr. If he's back, yeah, I feel like the Niners, the Matt, even most are t- active too. Like they they use a lot more. I feel like the Eagles will mostly have Scott out there. I mean, even when when Scott played this in Week One, um, Corey Clement was active, but he wasn't really used. And nope. if I had to choose a defense to play against, I'd be it'd be the Giants. Not that their defense has been bad this year, but it's just a better option over Patriots. Yeah, I mean, Patriots have been had. Um, not only well, New England. Did, I mean, Denver only scored field goals against them. But the uh, but the game before their bye, they didn't have. A, was it Seattle? Yeah, Seattle yeah. scored on them. But they're scoring on everyone, I guess. Actually, so. actually, Giants have only allowed forty more rushing yards than the Patriots. So they're, it's pretty it's pretty even in that in that sense. I mean, I, I was I was asking more like uh, future wise. Do you, do you guys think Hasty could carve out a role? Like he nah. was a special. He was a special teamer, just like uh, most of us last year, two years ago. I want to see something I, before I say something. I just, yeah, and again, I feel like there's always four guys at a time there. It, even if he would to, say, separate himself, someone else is going to be involved, you know? Mm-hmm. You're going to be cursing, you know, someone else out for stealing a touchdown from Hasty or something, you know, or whatnot. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll avoid Hasty for now. All right, well, next up. Next injury is someone on Nick's team. Uh, Joe Mixon left the game with the ankle injury but he did finish the game nice but he has not he has not practiced all week this so far so i mean Great. what what do you guys think about the situation uh if he's out i'm, I'm assuming bernard is 100 percent. i actually just uh, i i just saw this actually and there, there's no doubt that he's not going to start this week they're saying he's just maintenance uh resting for the week uh-huh. well, I'm I, 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 so i'm guessing that he's going to probably practice on friday if anything yeah, so Mixon's been a weird person to own this year. Uh, I've heard everything you guys have talked about about him, and I agree, really. Um, you know, it's surprising. It's funny. It's surprising to me to, like, look him up and realize he's RB, like, six on the year. Because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't feel that way, only him. Um, you, know, you, know, you know what Joe Mixon feels like to me? It feels like that Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard year where he was very eh, but then you, at the end of the year, you see he's, like, top five rushing yards, and he's finishing – with a good, good amount of fancy points just because week to week he's going either boom or bust, like really yeah. to both extremes. He's been but okay he's, lately, he's though. Been, yeah, he's actually been like double digits, and they're, they're using him finally in the passing game. The first couple of weeks they weren't. And to clarify, um, we're talking about Joe Mixon, not Jordan Howard. Yes, yes, sorry. <laughs> Jordan Howard's been a healthy scratch. Not that anyone's talking about Jordan Howard right now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I, I would, you know, if you have Mixon, you're starting him, I feel. Um, don't get cute. Um, and, yeah, it just goes to show that if, if you're the type of person that handcuffs, then Bernard is good to have if you have Mixon. All right. Uh, next injury is Joe Smith. Uh, he left the game with an ankle injury. He left people a lot of teams with only one catch for seven yards. Uh, if he's out, 
What do you guys think about Anthony Ferg, sir? I'm going to pass. Really? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill loves targeting the tight ends. Uh, I understand. They're also playing the Steelers. Um, I have some stats on their defense for later, but uh, I don't, I'm going to pass. It's Corey Davis. Corey Davis coming back this week, too. Uh, it's another mouth to feed. I guess we'll bust so, on this later. Cause also, I, I also have him as, as my pit. So as your pit? Quickly. Yep. You mean your RKO? No, my pit. <laughs> what? He crushed it last week. John Smith? No. No. Anthony Fruxter. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. No, John Smith crushed it. One catch, seven yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, confused. I'm like, what? The reason I thought... I was so confused why he said Frisco was your pit was because I did not realize how good a game he had this past week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know at all. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on? Yeah. And you know what? I'm all, all I'm on board. I'm on board, Fisker. <laughs> that was yeah. fast. I'm, I, I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I thought he was just like the backup and like, oh, he'd throw him in because Tannehill was doing well. But yeah, I'm, I'm in. Ferg, sir? I hardly know her. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, I'm in too if, if John was out. Um, uh, I told that obviously I'd said it to uh, the chat last week. Um, I I played Ferkser in DFS last week. I I didn't cash. You by didn't the way. win. <laughs> I didn't cash. Um, even though I played the backup tight end for Tennessee, go figure. But um, I think Tannehill just targets likes to target the tight end. I mean, they don't throw as much as you think they throw. But I think this game will be competitive. I think he'll be looking for Ferkser. I think you could do worse this week if you if you need a, a tight end fill in. Nice. All right, next up. Uh, next injury is I don't think it's a big deal, but Mark Ingram ankle sprain also. Plays on a bye week, but even without the ankle sprain, he's that that backfield is something that you want to just nope. avoid. But if Ingram's out, uh, are you a little yeah. more confident starting maybe J.K. Dobbins because now it's only him and Gus Edwards. Well, Gus Edwards no. got more carries than he did. Nope. Right. It just you don't know when it's gonna, and then Lamar Jackson steals all the touchdowns. So this is just gonna be a headache all year. I, I feel, feel like it's just something you just avoid for now. Nice. Oh, by the way, that Lamar Jackson run up the middle, man, he was so fast in that run. Hilarious. It's, so, it's just so no. odd too because they like last year was like the opposite. Like anyone who had was carrying was had value, and this year none of them do. It's it's maddening. Yeah. Uh, I think the last injury that I have here is Devontae Parker. He had a growing injury, and he did not finish the game. And attached to that news, uh, Brian Fitzpatrick has been benched. Yeah, so not injury news. So what do you guys think about the whole situation moving forward with uh, Preston Williams maybe? Man. You know, Calvin, if, you, you want to you know, go first? Yeah, you know, if Parker's starting, man, I'm, I'm, I'm putting him in because he's too talented to not be able to – do something even with Tua. We don't I mean we have no we have no information on how uh, he's gonna do, but I just feel like, given that Devontae Parker is uh, healthy, because I don't want to start him and he's gonna leave the game again. Uh, but given that he gets a couple practices in this week, I'm still gonna start him. Yeah, I, I'm. I agree. It's Parker, um, and everything else. You just kind of have to let it play out. I mean, I would still start Kaseki. Um, as well, but like if you he did, he did maybe... really well last week. <laughs> yes, he did. He did very well. He, he didn't did. get. He didn't even get a target. I know. I know. Um, I would still start him though. You know, it's a whole new. You know, like like Kelvin said, you we don't know who two is gonna like, who he's gonna look at more. Um, 
I think only him and, and, and Parker are startable. I, I would wait on Preston Williams. Well, what if Parker's out the following week? Oh, they're then, out by this week, right? No, if they're yeah. out of the bye, oh, he's okay, still okay. out, I'm saying. Yeah, then I would, I would start Preston only if Parker's out, though. Uh, I'm reading this injury report. It says, given Parker's injury history, he would seem unlikely to play in week seven. That's because they have the bye week. <laughs> That's top notch right there. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think uh, that's the last one I had, too. Um, I think that covers up the big ones uh, this week. Anything else uh, you want to touch on before we finish up the injury report? Uh, the Eagles going to win tomorrow? Nice. Question mark? They should. <laughs> uh, okay, that's going to wrap up the injury report. Solid. Well done. We uh, touched, got to touch on some matchups a little bit here and there, uh, which I liked. And let's move on to our next segment, uh, the pits and the cages. Nick, are you excited to come back for pit and cage? I, I, I there's nothing I've been looking forward to more. This, have you, this have you seen any Brad Pitt? Season. Have you seen any Brad Pitt movies or Nicolas Cage movies since the last podcast? Who me? You know, I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I blame COVID. I originally watched yeah. watch, uh, National Treasure. Amazing. I should I, I should have watched the one the the Quentin Tarantino one the newest one with him and, and Leo, but uh, I didn't, I still haven't gotten around to that. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's all everyone tells me. Um, but no, I haven't, I haven't watched the, I haven't watched one. Well, you could uh, make up for that. On me. Yeah, but you can make up for it with this pit and cage segment. Here we go. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Uh, let me start off this week. Or do you want to start off, Nick? Because you're returning. Um, no, you got it. You're the host, right. moderator, stack guy, right, uh, do debater, uh, psychic, psychic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, my pit this week uh, is going to be Julio Jones, and I felt like I needed to put him on this list because I haven't heard his name as a pit in a long time. Um, he's been hurt a lot. He hasn't been scoring touchdowns. And that all got erased this past week. Uh, we had a phenomenal game. Um, nine catches, 137 yards, two touchdowns. And Eddie benched and, him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's great to see because that Falcons offense looked like what we thought it would look like coming into the year. Because it's a high-powered offense. We knew their defense wasn't going to be great. But uh, Matt Ryan will absolutely lost that Julio. And it looks like Julio is a savior. And uh, if they can continue to – uh, play be on the field together. I think Julio's gonna have a great rest of the year as long as he can stay healthy again. By the way, he missed practice today. Nice. Just saying. He always missed practice though. Maintenance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Veteran you know, day off. It, it's it's good that he finished the game as well. So that's, Julio, that's nice. a, you guys you guys saw the video that Eddie sent us. <laughs> yeah. That he pretended to be hurt. Yeah. No, uh, I didn't see that actually. He was being yeah, carried. He was off. like limping. Yeah. yeah. And then he and after like a few minutes he stopped. He walked normally. Yeah, he was doing it for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh, Julio had a great game, and you'd like to see that from one of your top guys. Uh, so hopefully um, he might not be on a pit cage again, on a pit list again because he's expected to do what he's been doing. Uh, but, yeah, um, he had a good week, and hope to see that more of that. Word. I think I'll go next since I already mentioned his name already. Go ahead. Uh, my pit is to Anthony Ferkser. Eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. And I feel like as, as long as uh, Jonas Smith isn't playing, he will get – targets in the red zone and decent amount of targets just in general because Tannehill likes targeting 
tight ends. Uh, I just feel like as long as Jonah Smith, he is a tight end one. I mean, he's not super talented. He's just a normal tight end, basic-ass tight end. Like, it's the targets. He catches the ball. That's all he does. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty Jack described the position very, very clearly. Yeah. Basically, outside of, like, Kittle, Kelsey, Waller, and John New, I, I guess, this year. Yep, that's tight end. <laughs> He's on the line, catches the ball. Yep. <laughs> All right, Nick, right, give so, us your pit. Um, yeah, my pit this week is at running back. I, uh, I went with De- DeAndre Swift. Ooh, uh, nice. I thought, I thought about him. He was one of my guys <laughs> I was thinking about. 14 carries, 116 yards, two touchdowns, three catches for seven yards. That's impressive. Um, <laughs> I I wanted to bring him up because I think he's a good topic of conversation right now. A lot of fantasy you know, I, owners. You know, I was just gonna I was just gonna ask you about that. Yeah, uh, a lot of fantasy owners. Obviously, uh, he was drafted. Um, not sure what to expect coming into the year, and then when the year started, really wasn't doing much. They come out of their bye, and he has 100 yards and two touchdowns. So so, what do you guys think? Talk to me. Yeah. So I, I was gonna ask you, uh, seeing how well he's playing. Does that mean that AP's role is going to go down a little bit and he's going to get more of the target share, carries? Uh, I think that was the biggest concern for a lot of people who drafted him uh, when AP was signed to the Lions. Because you know AP was going to start and they want to slowly bring in Swift. But seeing how well he played this past week, I think it's a very good sign that uh, AP is going to take a backseat to DeAndre Swift. I'm, I'm not that sold. Uh, I still want to see another week. But just because of Matt Patricia. He's just... I think he's an awful head coach. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if DeAndre Swift comes out this week and gets like eight carries to Adrian Peterson's 15, 20 carries. I wouldn't be surprised. I just want to see yeah. more. I, see, I want to see more of a consistency. Well, I just throw him in there as my RB2, RB1. Yeah, so I'm, I actually favor Jack's, Jack's side a little here because while Swift had a great game, Adrian Peterson had one more carry than him still. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to point that out too. So... It's it's definitely it's definitely encouraging to see because before this game, let me look real quick. He had seventeen t- touches this game. I think he had seventeen through the last three weeks. So nineteen well, through the last three weeks. Well, so well, he, he definitely had more rush attempts this past week than uh, the previous four week four games. Than the whole year. Yeah, he had yeah. twelve coming into the year, fourteen Correct. in this game. So again, the usage increase, great to see. But they're still using AP. <laughs> so, so, so I, yeah. I, I do want to point out that I was following that game on Sunday, and most of AP's work came in the first two drives, and then after that, it was pretty much DeAndre Swift. Uh, I want to say he had, AP had at least uh, five to six carries in the first two drives of the game, uh, mainly because you know, I started him, like... so I was constantly looking to see, making sure AP was getting touches. Uh, but yeah, most of I think at least five to six came in the first two drives, and and then after that, uh, DeAndre Swift was getting more of the both snap share and uh, touches. Maybe, uh, you know, it's like that veteran thing, like, oh, I started the game, but, like, here, rookie, you could finish it. It's, it's possible. I mean, they, <laughs> I don't know what the mentality is there, but like Jack said, it's all up to the coach. And yeah. He's awful. He, he's awful, coach. There you go. All right. Uh, ready to go on to cages? No. Sounds good. Uh, let's snake it up, Nick. You're up. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my cage this week – is going to be Alexander Madison. Oof. Nice. <laughs> That's a good case. Um, no, no for, other, yeah. For a quick, quick thing, uh, not a DFS thing. You know, I know. I, I'm like everyone's gonna start him. I should not start this guy, <laughs> but I end up starting him anyways. And I think seven of us out of eight 
Sorry. Yeah. Seven out of eight started medicine. It's fourteen dollars. <laughs> and the, right, the one person who didn't, that's who wins the the tournament. You know. Um, no, I, no, Jack won. I, I won. I no, him, no, I'm though. saying, but like, if, oh. if you were in like a tournament and oh, yeah, the big oh, daily, I see, I see, I see, and like eighty percent on Madison, and he scores four points, then yeah, you just you know out leveraged eighty percent of the field. Um, yeah, uh, you know, in a run first offense and a good matchup, there were home favorites. Uh, ten carries for twenty six yards, one catch for four yards. Yikes! I mean, yeah, I also didn't help that Kirk Cousins came out and just threw back to back picks. And two nope. tries in a row. Doesn't um, <laughs> looking good to start there, and then garbage time really did me in. But um, ten, yeah, ten for twenty. Like I, I, I would rush it off if Cook would have missed more time. I would still start Madison, but it just, it, I just wanted to bring it up. Like that sucked. You know what? It does suck that uh, Kirk Cousins did turn the ball over early and often in the beginning, but. Um, Madison himself didn't have uh, a great game. I saw some of his runs, and he just wasn't uh, doing what we expected. He was still there for um, the passing downs, and he wasn't getting open. And it, it, I don't think you could chalk this all up to game script, at least which this is, past week. Yeah, but which is weird, though. When he, whenever he spells off for uh, Dalvin Cook, he looks so good. Yeah, he does. Right. so weird. In, in limited usage, I guess. Even, I even last year when Cook was out, Madison had great games. Yeah, even at the Seahawks game, after Cook left the game, he still looked very good. Uh, it's just yep. weird. Uh, just one Probably of one of those days, yeah, yeah game script it, didn't work in his favor. Yeah, it could be just that. Um, they're on a bye this week, and everyone's expecting Cook to be back uh, week eight. So uh, it's a good handicap, uh, sorry, um, handcuff to have for Cook. Oh, for yeah, sure. we'll see how it goes. Word. All right, Jack, give us your, your cage. My cage this week's a receiver. For the Buccaneers, uh, Mr. Mike Evans. He has two targets, one catch, and 10 yards. No, it's, um, not, it's, it's, it's very close to his usual stat line. There's no touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> the, the thing is here, uh, three of his worst games this year has all been the games that uh, Chris Godwin played in. Uh, the three games that he's played with Godwin, he had a total of only 10 targets in three games. Uh, I, I just feel like it might – on top of that, the three games that he played, he, didn't, he doesn't have over 10 yards. That's very interesting, actually. He has exactly nine yards. Those are the games that he had one yard for touchdowns. All those game right. games that Godwin played with. Brilliant. And all three games that Godwin played in, he got seven-plus targets every game with Brady. And I just feel like this is some kind of worry, I think, because uh, he's going to draw the number one receiver uh, – number one cornerbacks – Every week, still, because he's still the better player, I think. But Brady's not targeting him as much with Godwin there because it's an easier matchup. Uh, I, I, I'm worried moving forward with Mike Evans. I don't know about what you guys think. I'm worried too. Yeah, same. Uh, not to mention that's that uh, it does seem like Brady's leaning towards Godwin um, in this in this offense. Oh, I, I kind of I kind of lie about a ten yard thing. He he had ten yard this week. Okay. Yeah, total nine. He had yeah. t- he had total fourteen yards in three games. That's still yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> and it's weird because like Evans is a great player. It's just I really just think it's it's Brady. Like Winston was able to support them both. Um, I'm not sure. I can't figure out why. I mean, Evans is, is like I, I say I say like he's having a bad year. Um, he is being supported by the touchdowns though. Yep. It's it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah, and I've always been uh, uh, in favor of uh, a player being better when on the, there's another really good receiver on the field as well. 
especially with Tom Brady, who know we know we could we could throw the ball really well. Uh, it just seems odd. I mean, uh, I, how it's turning out. Coming to coming to the season, now Brady's arm. He's old. People expect him to throw to the shorter, the short route receiver, which is Godwin. Yeah. And I just feel like, um, especially coming up matchups, he has a matchup against the Giants, uh, the Saints, and the Rams, who are three three cornerbacks that are really good at shutting down the one receivers. It's just a worrisome matchup for the next three next is three of the next five weeks. Would you bench him? Oh, uh, if I had no, I'm not benching him. If I had yeah, better it's... options, I would. But who like? Like, and right now, Eddie's lineup, he, he could bench him for, like, Jonathan Taylor for next Well, week. not everyone took four receivers in the first Yeah, no, I guess. Uh, it's kind of – it's never like – I guess you can't bench him because of the matchup. Are. It's pretty, still pretty good on paper. Yeah, I wouldn't bench him, but I don't feel great about starting him right now. So, yeah, I think he's the worst. Like, if you can trade – if you can move him, especially after this week, if he has a good game against the uh, Raiders, I would. Yeah, I'm – that's, you know, as long as you get something. Like, again, because he's still Mike Evans, you know. It's, it's like, a, it's tough. I don't know. He has name value. Yeah, for sure. And, and we don't, we're not liable if you trade him and then he drops two 40-point games back to back. Yeah, yeah, Just saying, just throwing this out there. It's copyright. <laughs> Run your own team. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap up the cages uh, with my cage for the week. Another guy on my team, Tyreek Hill. And uh, it's unfortunate just because uh, I think this game was mostly dictated by the weather and it's not – his fault in general. And I also blame the uh, Bills for letting the Chiefs run all over them. But Terry Kill had three catches for, I think, uh, 20, 25 yards, some 20 yards, and then 20. a rush for five. Yeah, it, w- it was a tough week, especially for those who needed him, just like I did. Uh, if he had even a decent game, I would have won this past week. Yeah, I'm just missing a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's not something uh, to expect too often. The Chiefs' offense, uh, the pass offense was just uh, not happening, um, mainly because of the weather and mainly because they're running the ball really well. Uh, they rushed for, rushed for was 200, over 200 yards, right, this past week mm-hmm. against the Bills. And, yeah, it's just, just pointing it out. Tyreek Hill, you feel me this week. Oh, for, don't worry. I uh, believe in you. Well, for Tyreek Hill, I, I'm a little iffy on him because he's, he's someone that got drafted in top 15 picks in almost every league. Uh, I don't think he has that ceiling this year. That's you know, interesting. He he hasn't broken 100 yards, but uh, and until this past week, he's at, he scored a touchdown to salvage each fantasy week. So it is a little concerning. The teams are take. I think teams are taking away the deep threat, and they rather get beaten with a short routes and a running back. Yeah, pick your poison with that offense. Yeah, so I I feel like Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's still gonna perform. He's still gonna give like 15 points. Some some weeks 20 plus, but he's not. I don't think he's someone that you draft the, the top 15 pick to be. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still on the Chiefs. He's he's healthy. You start him. That's yeah. how I feel. Yep, and that's gonna wrap up the pits and the cages. Uh, how'd it feel? How'd it feel, Nick? Felt good, baby. Nice, nice. Now you should go watch the. What's the movie called again? Once upon, in time in Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time Hollywood. Yes, there you go. Go watch that tonight. Yeah, it's great. Shout out to Brad Pitt. And Leo. Tomorrow and Leo. Yeah. Both of them are great. Brad Pitt was better, definitely. Uh, okay, uh, so let's go on to our next segment, the wrestling one. Start off with the wrestling uh, promo. I'm going to throw, throw it again uh, in this segment with the RKOs and the DDTs.
doodle trash. And uh, I must uh, let you start off, Jack. I started the last one. Oh, we start RKO, RKO DDT. Always to RKO first. Always. RKO. Always. My RKO is kind of biased. Uh, my RKO this week is the receiver for the Texans. And it's not Will Fuller. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks will continue his hot streak this week, especially with uh, I think I think Alexander will be guarding Fuller more often because Cooks do move in style a lot more often than uh, Fuller does. Uh, I think he'll be targeted heavily this week, especially I think it's going to be a shootout because you know, uh, the Packers got embarrassed last week. And they're going to run up the score. I, I think he's going to run up the score this week, which, are gonna, which is going to force the Texans to score or try to keep up. And I feel like he's going to get at least 10 targets this week, over 100 yards and a touchdown this week. And that's Mari KO. Nice. Nice. Uh, you want to take a nick? Uh, you can go to Calvin. Uh, I kind of want to go back to back with the RKO DT, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snake it up at the end. Okay, um, my RKO this week is gonna be Robbie Anderson. Ooh. He's been nice. kind of quiet. I mean, he's been kind of steady. He's been solid. I know it may come as a surprise, right? But I think he's gonna get one like Mike Williams. I think he's gonna get one over the top uh, on the Saints defense. It's been they've been very sketchy um, in regards to that. Uh, and I think Robbie Anderson finishes with 150 yards and a touchdown. Damn. That's, that's a big game. Jason liked to hear that. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I don't, I, I I don't, don't. like to hear that. Cause I just oh, you're arresting him. You're arresting him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's bold. I'm, I'm just calling it how I see it, man. You know, Yo, they, they've been successful yeah, to the deep yeah, Nick is definitely Robbie doing a reverse psychology right now. He's don't. like, you know what? If I say the RKO, it might not happen. So Robbie Anderson. Runs the deep routes. I mean, you know, Carolina likes to take those chances. So, you know, I, I can you, definitely see one happening. You already know what player props on Nick's playing this Sunday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robbie um, Anderson, over yards. <laughs> give me the over yardage today. All right, I'm going to go with my RKO. It is also a receiver. I'm going to go with the true CD84 in this comeback game. Oh, boy. Corey Davis nice. uh, is going to have himself a nice game this past week. I mean, sorry, this next week. Uh, he's coming back from COVID, so it's not like he's uh, hurting anywhere physically. Maybe he's, he's, I don't know. Maybe he's, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that that offense, man, is so is clicking on all cylinders, uh, rushing and throwing. And I think Tannehill is, is going to make use of Corey Davis uh, as soon as he gets back. He's not going to take a step back. He had a couple of great games uh, before he went down with COVID. And I think he's going to continue to produce and have even a better game this week uh, against uh, against Steelers. the Steelers. Yeah. Oof. I think so. And, I like I'm it. Gonna, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to snake it because my DDT is also coming from that game. And it's kind of bold, but I'm going to go with it. It's going to be Derrick Henry. Ooh. What? Yeah, Ooh. my DDT this week is Derrick Henry. And let me just throw uh, some uh, Steelers stats for you guys uh, that I have pulled up here. The Steelers have allowed the least amount of rushing yards this whole year. And you want to guess how much it is? I know, I know, all I know, Miles on the rip the 70 yard touchdown. Then that's all I know. It's 74 yard touchdown. So if you subtract that, it's even. All right, so I'm going to tell you the number they've allowed all season in their five games 331 rushing yards. If you take away that 75 yard touchdown, that's almost 240, 250. All and they're very good backs. I think I mentioned last two, two shows ago. Two shows ago. There were like people like Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt. These are good running backs. Yeah, the, the Steelers' <laughs> front line uh, linebackers are playing really well. And I don't know what this stat chalks it like. 
I don't know how to explain this stat, but the Steelers are the only team in the NFL to allow less than 100 rushing attempts. Um, is it that they're getting up so early that the teams are abandoning the rush? I, I don't know what to talk it out to, or they just see that they can't run the ball, so they stop running the ball? I think it's a little bit of both. And I think uh, Derrick Henry might fall victim to this amazing Steelers defense this, this week against um, against them. Man, that bold. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I, I, when That's I when something. I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I need to, I need some stats to back this up, and it's bold. But let's let's see, let's see what happens. I'm excited to see. Especially after the game we just had too. So. <laughs> All right, uh, you're up, Nick. Give us your DDT. Yeah, so my DDT is also going to be a little bit of a surprise. Um, it's also coming at the running back position. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Ronald Jones has oh, wow. a bad week. Uh, he's been running great. Uh, they've been using him a lot, uh, but I think against even in a great matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, I think Ronald Jones is gonna not score a touchdown. Damn. He'll probably get sixty yards on the ground and like three catches for t- for. 10 yards, so This is back-to-back week. Ronald Jones is a DDT. Yeah, yeah y'all haters. <laughs> One of the weeks will be, right? right? Y'all haters. You and Eddie are both haters. All y'all haters. I don't hate the player. I just think for whatever reason. <laughs> it, 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 it's great. how It's funny how Eddie mentioned his DDT last week, and he scored. No, no, I, I mentioned it. You mentioned it, and then he yeah. scored uh, 28 on uh, Nick. And then this week, Nick says it. I'm resting Eddie. Uh-oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just I know the stats show that he, he should kill, crush this week, but this is why it's a DDT. He's gonna he's gonna do bad. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So, right, are Jack. you telling me to start Barson Scott over him? Um, I guess I, mean, I am. Listen, yeah, don't start both Scott and Richard Rogers. Choose one of them and go with it. Okay. Maybe. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm All saying. Right, Let's go. Wrap up DDTs for us. My DDT is also at the running back position. Mm. He plays for the Chiefs. Oh, I think CEH would not have a good game this week. Uh, I I think you see very expectations. I think at most, at best, he's going to give you 12, 12 to 15 rushes for 50 yards, maybe five catches for 30 yards. So in PPR league, I guess he gives you a, a good floor. But I think he has a bad game against the Denver Broncos defense, which has been pretty well this year. Uh, I mean, they haven't world-class talent, but they've been pretty well. They, they held... They're carrying to 116 yards, but that's a lot of yards. But he still he still run <laughs> he still rushed over 30 plus times to get those yards. <laughs> but when you uh, say the words they held their carry <laughs> to 160 rushing yards. Uh, they they've been they really much, stopped them. Yeah, they've been, they've been playing much better as a team. Uh, the defense is picking up. The offense is actually doing better, giving more time off for the defense. Uh, I just feel like Ch, especially now that what maybe Bell's playing also, might take some snaps away from him too. Uh, I just think he has a bad game. I will start Boston Scott over CEH this week. Wow. Wow, that's 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 bold, man. Is uh is CEH a DDT the rest of the year now? I, I don't oh, think so. That's right. That's I right. don't think so. Well Levy Bell come back. I just think the match I only I think Levin Bell's gonna take over the the uh, Williams role. Like the the fill in the third down back. He'll get a little bit more work than that. I, I think he takes him and Darren Thompson's role. So yeah. they become a two running back team. Because CVH, CH only played 50, 50% or 60% before this trade happened. Well, here's, he, here's what I was thinking, right? Here's the problem why I didn't like this, obviously, signing for CH. His ceiling is gone. 
Oh yeah, as long so as too. Bell's there, he's he's not going to reach that ceiling. Like, and when you take him, or, or some people took him in the first round, but even in the second round, where it was a good spot, I thought where Jason got him, that it, I don't think that's gonna you're not going to get that value well, back now that I, with Bell's there. I do think his touchdown reg- uh, progression comes in soon. Regression still, I think. Yeah, because he's word. he's been getting siphoned by literally anyone and everyone. Yeah, it's so I think crazy. His, his touchdown should Penalties, be coming soon. Players, it's wild. Uh, I'm sure it'll happen this week. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see how how they're going to manage a third round role, uh, third down role because Ceh was playing a lot of third downs as well. I wonder if it's going to be completely Bell. Maybe they go two running backs. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Yep. So I think you. I, I would bet you this for Barson Scott. I'm confident in that. Okay. And that's going to wrap up uh, our RKOs and DDTs. Man, we had some we had some bold stuff in there. Yeah. I'm, 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 I could have gone. Some of the stuff could have gone to the bowl predicts. Just saying. I'm just saying. You're gonna love my bowl predict. Ooh, I can't wait. You already know it. Ooh, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, the did you trivia's. I actually have some trivia for you guys today. Um, nice. Let's start off with some did you knows. I don't know. I'm gonna start off with my boy, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, rough, I know. Rough week. <laughs> Uh, he, we all know he has the all-time career passer rating in 102.6, um, but uh, he has only an 80.6 passer rating when he faces Tom Brady. He's scared. Oh, and it's, it's, it's so strange. It's not like he's facing a defense. <laughs> the guy's not even on the field when he's on the field. He's scared. He, he, what a coincidence. He has, he has a pressure to do, he, that he has to do better, but he doesn't. Here's some uh, more uh, bad stats for Rodgers. Uh, this is his third career uh, pick six he's allowed. Only three. It's crazy. He threw two picks this week. Yeah, and it's so only crazy. the f- only the fourth quarter. Uh, sorry, uh, he's only done that in a quarter four times in his career, uh, having two have multiple interceptions. Jeez. It was just an all around uh, down game for him, and uh, I have no doubt that he'll bounce back. Well, you know, his worst quarter and his worst games are some people's best games and quarters. That's what he says all the time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, except, except, except this week. Not this week. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not this week. <laughs> Eddie would think otherwise. Eddie's so pissed. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, he got it. What he got? One point this week. Yep. And... He's like, he can't even give me garbage points. <laughs> yeah, all that right. was weird. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, the Patriots, uh, for 18 straight seasons. Uh, from 2000 to 20, 2019, they've been 500 or better through the first five games uh, until this week, until this year. Thank God, finally. <laughs> and the Broncos gave them uh, a two and three record, and it'll be, it's uh, yeah, they're they're under 500. Keep those losses coming. Let's go. Uh, okay. Uh, next one, the Steelers defense. Uh, as I talked about it before. Uh, they became the first – sorry, they became the second unit in NFL history with three or more sacks and one or more interception in each of the first five games this season. Hmm. Wow. Good. I did not know that. Yeah, if they if you have Steelers defense, man, you have definitely done well in fantasy. They're killing it, man. Uh, so let's go on to a trivia. Uh, who is the only team this 86. year? Sorry, who? 86. Correct. The, wow. the team 86. <laughs> Wizard. Who is the only team uh, this year? How, how does he do it? I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, he's definitely <laughs> looking at my screen right now. He saw my screen and he saw the answer. That's, that's the only explanation. 
<laughs> he's hacked into my system. Who's the only team this year uh, to rank top five in both scoring and total offense? Scoring total offense? Give you guys each uh, one, one. No, it's not. Uh, total offense is yards, uh-huh. and scoring is points per game. There's only so, one team? One team is ranked top five in both. I'm going to say, can I guess? Can I go? You get one guess each. Yeah, what are you, yeah go. Yeah, I, I, even despite the last week, I'm going to say Dallas. And Jack, what's your guess? Uh, I want to say the Titans. And Jack is correct. The Tennessee nice. Titans. Nice. They are ranked second in both uh, yards per game and points per game. And wow. I'm going to piggyback off that trivia and give you a couple of uh, Titans did you knows. They became the first team in NFL history to have a player with at least 350 passing yards and a player with at least 200 rushing yards in the same game. Tannatrill. What? Oh. That's what Jason calls Tannahill. Tannatrill. Okay. Shout out to Jason. I thought it was a mixture of Derrick Henry and, and Ryan Tannehill. No, I mean, I don't even know off the top Tan- of my head. Tanner- that Tannery. 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 Tannery Hill. <laughs> And uh, the other one I'm going to give you guys is uh, Henry is the first player in NFL history to have 200-yard rushing games in three consecutive seasons. Nice. I mean, guy's an animal. He's also one of the people besides – it happens to be both of those guys on the same team. Chris Johnson is the only other running back I see that frequently breaks 90-yard touchdowns on, like, like a daily basis. Like, it's and just yeah. weird. And both no one's ever done it. It's, uh, it's Henry. Uh, Chris Johnson was a, yeah. is a jet. He was a jet, though. No, no, no. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> when careers go to die. Whoa. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously, I can't even. So you're why saying, didn't bother to defend that? So saying when rookies are drafted, they go, their career dies. Yep, that's why Taylor might not even come out under this management, at oh, least. Man. All right, that's gonna wrap up the did you trivia. Did you guys nice. enjoy that? Yes. yes. Wow, Jack said yes. He's always I mean, says no. no. He always says no. I'm surprised. It's because Fair I guessed the, the trivia one time. I'm a shot. Nice. All right, we're going to end off this week with Eddie's favorite segment, The Bold Predicts. That's bold. That's bold. That's bold. All right, Bold Predicts time. You got to do it. Bold Predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. And since Eddie always follows up the last spot, I'm going to take it this week. So I'll go first because Jack, uh, go ahead. Uh, my bold prediction this week is the tie end for the Eagles. <laughs> Richard Rodgers will score two touchdowns tomorrow night on Thursday night football. You can take that to the bank. Uh, there's no one there for him to throw a ball to him. And the Giants have a good front seven. And Richard Rodgers is not fast or anything, but he does have short hands. And I feel like he will be targeted in the red zone frequently. Oh, that's, boy. Um, that's, that's bold. That's nothing downs. but bold, yeah. And you've been talking over a couple of days now, and I have said thought it every time. That's bold. That's, yeah. Doesn't get bolder than that, folks. Yeah, I guarantee you, you will not get a bolder prediction than that this year. <laughs> it's going to hit. <laughs> All right, Nick, give us yours. Yep, so mine is going to be – this is the week, guys. I know I know it's been rolled up a little bit, but this is the week. Marvin Jones is going to have three touchdowns. <laughs> 120-something yards. Oh, man. Peter's going to call it. Peter called it. Is he in your lineup? I will drop him the week after. Yes, he is. Uh, so he, There's a chance he does. Every time Marvin Jones 
does drop three plus touchdowns. He's always the next lineup. Anyone Out. else for some reason that's still starting him, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a stat line. Uh, yeah, 126 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Three touchdowns. Uh, nice. We'll do, we'll do six catches. Why not? Yeah, six for 126 and three. Averaging 20 yards catch. That's impressive. That's, that's bold, that's baby. <laughs> that's bold. You're right. That's not impressive. It's bold. <laughs> And I'm going to wrap it up with the bold predicts. Uh, I'm going to go with Robert Tanyan. He is going to have the kind of game he had a couple of weeks ago um, on Monday Night Football. He's going to catch five receptions for 100 yards and three touchdowns once again. Oh. He's going to have that kind of game uh, against Houston. Uh, and Jack who, mentioned it. Who is that? Robert Tanyan. Oh. What that Tanyan do? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a weird name. Worst team name in the history of all team names. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love that you just told him straight up, and he, he it, changed it immediately. I, I really didn't want to, but, like, it made no sense. I, 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 every time I see you, I, I keep reading, like, this – I don't know what this it, means. Was he supposed to like, – was he trying to say what that tongue do? I, I, that's not even tongue. It's tongue. Like, when, man, when, when, when a name bothers you so much, you tell someone to change it. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry, man. Oh, uh, man. That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Jack said it. Packers got embarrassed. They're going to run up the score. And I think Tanyan's going to benefit the most out of this, uh, this week. And to top off that, the Texans are horrendous against the Titans. Ooh, there you go. We'll predict it's going to hit. Hey, there you I'm go. ready. I'm ready. And that's going to wrap that one up. Uh, and the week, uh, for the most part. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Did you have fun? Yes. You know what, man? I, I missed this. I can't lie. It's not bad, right? It's, uh, it's great. I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to have uh, filled in for, uh, you know, 18-time Baylor by now. Um, <laughs> Damn, taking shots at Hassan, taking shots at Eddie. Uh, this is the kind of That's podcast we, have we needed. That's what right? To yeah, this is the podcast we needed. <laughs> it's the podcast the world deserved. Deserved. Or our 12 listeners. But no, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I, I'm glad I was able to, to fill in. Hopefully we see you more often. Or hear, or you, hear you more often? Both, actually. Both. Both. Yeah. yeah, I hope we see you I too. do. I do have to make some time for you guys. I'm sorry. I mean, you're doing adult things, man. So there's Doing no, I mean, the best I can. Yeah, you have the perfect excuses. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for filling in. Uh, we appreciate it. We're about to cancel this week if it weren't for you. You saved this week's podcast. That's it. I'm, I was uh, the second negative COVID test that saved like all the games that are, are been threatened recently. The false positive. Nice. The false positive. The false positive. You're the guy who reported the false positive. Like, yes, this guy <laughs> saved us this week. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Ah, look, I'm doing it. Follow there us on go. Instagram and Twitter at YFTS Podcast. Uh, be sure to listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere you use some podcasts. Jason News is a weird app. I don't even know what it does. He's mentioned it a couple of times to me. He's like, it's great. And I never downloaded it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you can find us in other places too. Uh, thanks for listening in. Uh, this is uh, your favorite Team Sucks podcast with Nick the Champ, uh, Jack Gurley, and this is Stat Coast moderator Kelvin. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace out. Bye.